0: entrepreneur MBA podcast purpose is to help existing business owners grow their companies past the 10 million in revenue per year benchmark here is your host Stephen Helasnik welcome everyone my name is Stephen Helasnik and I am co-founder of financing solutions over the last 25 years I've built six companies in the five million to 25 million dollar range And I can't tell you how important it is for businesses to have a line of credit so they can make an investment in their business or even for unexpected emergencies. Our line of credit program is easy to get in place, inexpensive when used, and costs nothing to set up, making it a great cash backup plan. If you would like to learn more about our line of credit program, please visit us at fscreditline.com. Again, that's FS as in financing solutions, creditline.com. Or give us a call at 862-207-4118. If you apply today, we'll even give you a $250 credit on file that you can use when you actually use your line of credit. Just remember, the time to set up a line of credit is when you don't need it, so that when you do need it, it is ready to go. And I can tell you from personal experience of 25 years, having a line of credit in place has saved my butt a couple times and also uh, let me sleep better at night. So today I am very excited to be speaking with Marco Torres from MarketingBoost.com. Marco is the founder of MarketingBoost.com. He has helped thousands of business owners worldwide boost sales and scale their businesses by as much as fivefold through the use of incentive based marketing. He teaches entrepreneurs how to source sales and marketing through the use of value-added incentives instead of discounts. His Facebook group is home to more than 27,000 active business owners who are raking in sales with his advice, and amazing affordable subscription program. Marco, welcome to today's Entrepreneur MBA podcast.
1: Hello, MBA Podcast. Hey, uh, Stephen, thanks for having me. I'm super thrilled and honored to be invited on your show, and uh, yeah, I look I look forward to this conversation. Thank you.
0: Yeah, uh, you know there are whenever uh, we have guests that come on, uh, there are certain ones. Uh, I think everyone are so much. There's there are a lot of fun. I, that's why I do the podcast. I just really really enjoy talking to people. I really enjoy learning. Um, And there are certain topics that when I see that that's what we're going to be doing for the day, I'm like, I get I get excited about. And this one is one because I just, you know, knowing how to price your product or service, uh, knowing how to incentivize uh, prospects or clients, uh, it's not easy for a small business to do that, is it?
1: No, it isn't. And, and and right now, unlike probably any other time in the world, there's more home-based businesses, online entrepreneurs than ever. Uh, I guess, in, in a way, thanks to the to COVID, all of us, or many of us anyway, have said, you know, now's the time to, to kick the J-O-B and get in business for ourselves and launch uh, your whatever it is your dream was to build a business. And uh, so now comes all the headaches that go with that. I mean, it's a thrill. It's exciting to be in business for yourself. It's also very uh, scary and challenging. And, uh, you, you know, like you said, you better have that credit in mind <laughs> so that you could uh, get through the ups and downs of, uh, of launching your business, pricing it right, and so forth. Yes.
0: Yeah, today's topic is stop discounting and instead use value-added incentives. And from my experience, uh, the – a lot of the uh, smaller businesses out there, when I talk about small businesses, to me, that's under 10 million. Okay. We're not talking about a hundred thousand dollar business here. We're talking about, you know, a million dollar a year business, a $3 million a year business. My, my experience has uh, that, uh, what I've seen is that, uh, business owners don't charge enough. That's my experience because, you know, everyone thinks, Oh, well, I need to get more sales. And so, you know, they they think that they need to compete with their competitors based on price. And to me, I've always been the complete opposite. I've been always wanting to charge a lot more in my competition and just do better on the service or quality standpoint, which is definitely something that you would agree with.
1: Absolutely. Um, you know, that's one of the, definitely the biggest challenges that people don't realize. Discounting can literally almost put you out of business uh let me give you an example let's suppose your product line let's say you know for a thousand dollars in sales you've got a twenty percent you know net profit so out of each thousand dollars in sales you're generating a two hundred dollar profit for example and now you get the bright idea from your marketing department that you need to lower the price to compete with somebody else and so you discount a ten percent you know discount offer and so now with the same sales for example you've generated uh, now instead of a For each sale, you're generating $900. You're offering that 10% discount. So now your net profit is only $100 instead of $200. So in order to end up in the same place at the end of the day with the same profit margin, you need to generate almost double the sales. You need to be at $1,800 in revenue to earn the same $200 profit. So $1. Small ten percent discount can re- end up meaning you need to almost be at double your sales volume to end up in the same place, same place you were before discounting.
0: Yeah, it remind me a lot of you. Well, the first thing I want to say is I love where you started uh, b- because the number one thing, that I think you notice in good business owners, is they know their numbers. So right now, if you're listening to this podcast and you don't know what your gross profit margin is. And you don't know, you know. Certainly, it's obvious you should know what your net profit is. You should know what your revenue is. But on uh, on another note, is you should know what your industry average is for what gross profit margin your competitors are charging.
1: Exactly right. Exactly. I mean, if you don't
0: if you don't know that, that's the number one thing you should write down right now. That you have to kind of figure that out. Because you might be really undercharging. You might be overcharging, which is, you know, that's which is okay if you're getting the money. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I would much rather you overcharge. I mean, because then you, then you really got to deliver on, on, on service or quality or something like that. And that's, that's a better business. If you're, if you're out there trying to compete based on price, you're, you're, you're going to lose.
1: Absolutely.
0: So, so before we get uh, like really into the nuts and uh, and, uh, bolts about this topic, Let's go over two definitions, okay? Because there's, there's there in the in today's topic is stop discounting and instead use value added incentives, okay? First thing is when you talk about discounting, tell me what you mean by that.
1: Well, as we've been referring to, you know, we find ourselves competing. We, you know, it's very hard to stand out from the crowd these days. You know, there's uh, no matter what you're doing, you're likely competing with somebody. As a matter of fact, if you if you don't have competitors then you likely don't have a very small audience so you know having uh, when you you know building a business you're likely competing against others and so then it's a a matter of are you trying to differentiate uh, stand out from the crowd you know with your unique offering your new, your unique proposition uh, or are you you know just trying to do exactly as your competitors do and try to do it for you know 10 20 30% less than they do and of course, that is a recipe for possible disaster, unless you can still be substantially profitable with discounting. But whenever uh, when everyone, when you start discounting, before you know it, they're discounting as well, and then you're you know everybody's discounting down to zero profit, and um, it doesn't it doesn't really move the needle. In the end of the day, we're all in business to make money and have a profit versus uh, trying to um, you know. Uh, Make make it up with more volume.
0: <clears throat> so when you, now when we talk about uh, value-added incentives, tell us what you mean by that.
1: Cool. Well, well, what we've done with – what I've done with a company called MarketingBoost.com is we have uh, – We've created a unique model. We've disrupted the entire industry for the incentive-based industry, and we provide travel incentive certificates for complimentary hotel stays in over 125 destinations around the world. Uh, we provide hotel savings cards uh, in increments or cash credits of 100, 200, 300, uh, and 500 dollars in cash credit savings compared to the retailers of the world like Expedia's, etc and then we provide restaurant savings vouchers as well so the idea being is that with our uh, subscription model you know the incentive business is not brand new there's plenty of competitors that we're up against as well but what what we've done is created a um, a subscription model making it incredibly affordable for small medium or large sized businesses to be able to offer incentives to their clients with their call to action, so you could use these these complimentary trips uh, that are typically, you know, many of our competitors they sell these certificates individually, you know, so you're buying onesies, twosies at a time, and you're paying a premium for it. With our business model, it's a subscription plan, and it gives you unlimited of the of your choice of these three types of incentives that I mentioned that you can use for lead generation. For loyalty programs, for referral generation, for you know closing tools to to buy today, for upsells. In other words, you bought product A and get incentive this incentive if you upgrade today and buy product B to go with product A. We'll throw in this complimentary hotel stay in in your and then these hotel stays, these complimentary trips. For example, there there are uh, 125 sexy, sexy destinations around the world. 125 of them, places like Las Vegas, Orlando, New York, uh, Myrtle Beach, San Diego, five nights in Cancun, five nights in Hawaii, seven nights in Phuket, Thailand, four nights in Bali. So there's all sorts of options that really can help create a, a, a value add to your offer uh, instead of, again, instead of discounting.
0: So look, look, give me an example of your best client or one of your best clients. Tell us a little bit about you know. Uh, you don't have to give me their names. Uh, 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 tell us about how they use uh, what you're talking about.
1: Sure. Uh, for example, I've got a, uh, a client that um, that offers a. They have a subscription model to um, uh, for a. Tips and financial tips on, you know, when to buy and sell Bitcoin, when to buy and sell all the stocks and this, that and the other. And he, he, was char- he charges $97 a month and has thousands of members that pay him a $100 a month fee. And they've got a team of uh, of uh, experts that are analyzing everything and, pro- and and shooting up the tips of when to take advantage of this, that and the other. And uh, his members were paying $97 a month. And then he did a campaign to uh, get people to go from the monthly to prepay him for a six-month plan or a 12-month plan. And so he would take his monthly subscribers and turn them into an annual paid. Uh, and instead of discounting the price dramatically... He offered the Hawaii trips and the Cancun trips. If you paid the 12 months in advance, you got a five-night trip to Hawaii. If you paid six months in advance, you got a three-night trip to Las Vegas. And in one campaign, in one week, now he does this on a monthly basis for you know, all new subscribers that come on board. But in his, when he first launched the campaign, for example, he did nearly a million dollars in upgrading folks from the monthly plan to the... Annual prepaid plans by including the incentive with his call to action. So in other words, he gave him a reason. Well, what's the big? You know, why would I want to go ahead and pay this for 12 months in advance at $1,200 versus 97 a month? Well, boom! Here's the carrot that he dangled, and uh, and and boom! He blew it up. Uh, I've got clients that have grown their Facebook groups. I mean, a lot of uh, business owners. You know, one way to 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 build your audience and build your 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 um, evangelist crowd is to you know have a Facebook group and and nurture that group and monetize the group and I've got many people that have built Facebook groups to as high as over a hundred thousand people using the incentives in a viral format. So they're saying invite your friends to our this Facebook group and uh, you know you, you invite twenty or more people, you get a chance a chance to win one of these complimentary vacations. And again, it turned it into viral. They grow their Facebook groups to huge numbers and then they can monetize that group by showing that they are the expert in their field. They can then, you know, d- deliver content, deliver quality and end up, you know, throwing calls to action within that Facebook group. For example, I've got retailers, uh, product retailers, I've got a guy who sells uh, GPS devices um, for uh, fleets of vehicles and cars so you can, you know, plug it in, know where your teenagers are at, for example. And, uh, you know, he includes the, uh, the uh, complimentary hotel stay when you buy more than one device. So it helps, you know, help boom. If you're buying one device, uh, it's X amount of dollars. But if you buy the add-on a second device for your second car or toy or RV or whatever it is, to uh, keep an eye on, on where your toys are at all times with the GPS device, then, you know, boom, he throws in a complimentary hotel stay and his numbers have grown through the roof. So, I mean, we've got literally thousands of case studies around the world with because our, our product line is so affordable that, that we literally have thousands of uh, clients using Marketing Boost uh, around the world. So we've got uh, clients in about 37 countries around the world using the uh, our Marketing Boost incentives.
0: So what do you think the psychology is of getting an incentive-based discount versus just discounting the product? Tell tell me from a psychology standpoint, what you think the difference is?
1: That's a great question. And and thanks for for asking. Um, You know, there actually is uh, uh, many studies, psychological studies on on pricing discounts. And um, I don't have the specifics in front of me right now, but there's there's studies that show that that prospects or clients are more inclined to, for example, they prefer a bogo a buy one get one free than they do fifty percent off. The idea of something of value added to the offer makes them feel you know there's something about it makes them feel special, especially if you can create it where there's urgency and scarcity involved, and uh, and then create this this reason to take action now but better than a discount offering additional well depending upon what you do whether you use marketing boost products or not creating incentives even with your own products like for example you know throwing in additional 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 courses or additional units additional product is is often better than just discounting the price, making me feel like I'm going to get more from you than I would if I went elsewhere, and especially if I do it now. So creating that urgency, scarcity to take action today is going to give you an extra, you know, unit. You're going to get the buy one get one, or you're going to get the, you know, if I'm buying X Y Z, get a discount if you add on, you know, this product or that product. I mean that's one reason why you see so often when you go to shopping in retail malls and stores, you know, they really target, I think women really grab on to the sale price today. They, they love the, you know, the, the, the coupons, they love to get something extra. And, uh, but again, there's psychology shows that literally they prefer to have more included than 50% off, for example, or a buy one, get one, for
0: example. Yeah, I um you know I think that it that it, it the product that you sell or the service that you provide um really dictates if this works or not. Is that fair? I'm not
1: sure I understood the question. The product itself would dictate whether the this type of incentive would work? Yes. Well, We've got, I've seen it be used in all different types of products, whether it's high ticket sales items, or actually it works better with high ticket sales items than, than, uh, you know, very, very low cost items, because it's, if you're including a complimentary trip for a, you know, $39 product, then uh, it sounds too good to be true. And so if it is a higher end ticket, you know, for, you know, come in and, and test drive a, a vehicle or or actually buy the vehicle and get your complimentary hotel stay, for example, it's much more of a believable bonus than it is with, you know, just sign up for my newsletter and get a complimentary trip. So essentially what we provide is the, the best ever client grabbing magnet, but, um, you know, instead of discounting and, but it does take some some creative testing to see exactly which way the incentives are going to work in your sales funnel process uh, in order to, uh, to uh, make them work properly. That's why one reason we offer, I always train and teach my, my, my clients, uh, use micro incentives for micro calls to action. So for example, the hotel savings card with $100 hotel savings is something you could give away with a small ticket item. And the higher the ticket item, the more, you know, then you can give away the the $500 hotel savings card or the complimentary hotel stay. Just joining your newsletter, you know, a lead generation program might be using the restaurant incentive. Uh, You know, join our newsletter today and you're going to get a $100 restaurant savings voucher. And that works kind of like uh, restaurant.com. You know, you're getting a coupon with a, so when you select restaurants within your zip code, it's an app that's downloaded and then they can get, uh, see all of the options that are available over 100,000 options in in all over the U.S. and Canada for the restaurant vouchers, for example. So th- these are often, you know, almost any business can be using them for contests, for sweepstakes, for lead generation, and then put them into, you know, what I call drip campaigns. Once you're capturing the leads, you're putting them into an email, text message, drip campaign, educating them on your product or service and eventually moving them from prospect down to a paid client.
0: Yeah. I, uh, I like what you said about testing and you know, that doesn't hurt anything. You know, when you, when you can uh, segregate some of your prospects that are coming in and say, okay, we're going to use this incentive campaign on this 50% and we're not going to do anything with this, 50%, 50%, or you might do 33.3% of our clients, one uh, prospects will will discount with cash, you know, we'll discount it. The other one third, we won't do any discounting. And then the other one third will provide this incentive-based uh, model that you're talking about as well. And then see what the results come out. That's That's a professional way to do it, don't you think?
1: Absolutely. A-B testing is, is you know, something that we always recommend and uh, and test it that way. And that way, you know, not only, you know, which, not only when you figure out, do they bite more often with an incentive and then it might be, okay, now let's change and start changing and testing different incentives and see which, which ones are grabbing more if the incentive is working to boost up, you know, the sales in the first place or your lead generation or what have you. Um, so, yeah, definitely A-B testing is a great idea. You know, and, and, and today's world, there's lots of automation tools to make that happen. Uh, so, you know, that is one thing. We do offer that as well. We do have a complete CRM platform as an upgrade that we do uh, guide our clients to uh, move into a complete system for sales funnel automation. The, certif- the incentives going out, automated A-B testing, email, text. You know, and so forth. So, but there's a lot of products like that out there. You know, at the end of the day, you you better be automated in today's world as much as possible, and do as much A/B testing as possible to stay uh, to stay relevant and stay current with what's going on.
0: Yeah, you know, one of the things I, um, I, I I've seen a long in a long time ago in the past is when the person who is making the decision about what they're buying. Let, you know, I, I've been in B two B, so business to business. Not, I've never been in B two C, um, so and I've never been in retail. So it's it's definitely it's definitely something that's quite a bit different. Um, but in uh, it, it's different when you have a someone making a decision to buy something that doesn't really doesn't own the company, and yet if you can give them something that incentivizes them, that's something that they get, (laughs) right? They're Mm -hmm. more likely to go with your product, right? Because they benefit. So if they get a three-day stay at a hotel and their companies that they work for is using the product, I mean, there might be some ethical things that company might say about that. But, you know, we all know that people are – doing that type of work. If you could, so I guess the point being is to really, really understand why your clients are buying who the, you know, what's their titles. If I mean, that, that's a B2B model, you know, what your competition is offering to really try to get inside of somebody's head. Uh, how do you think you'd go about doing that better?
1: Well, uh, great question again. And, you know, um, the high ticket items or the, the, when you're going B2B, you're obviously sometimes have a longer decision cycle. The, you know, today, today only offer is not going to necessarily work in today's, you know, world of, of B2B. They're, they're, they're looking at competitors. They're looking at different products. You've got to do your normal, you know, your process and your follow up, And, and in that process, um, is when sooner or later, you know, you could plug in, by the way, you know, we are running this promotion this month and, uh, or this week. And if you guys were to pull the trigger on this particular uh, offer that we could put together for your company and provide you with all of our, this product and this services, then here's what I'm, you know, uh, able to do. We were running this special promotion right now. So if you were to if you were to go ahead and pull the trigger on this decision, I can throw in a complimentary five-night stay in Cancun. Now I'll give give you a little, for example, how these work. Uh, first, let me back up, if you'll let me, and tell you the history how how I got into offering this business. That makes sense. Mm, please. So we launched this uh, going back now to 2017, and uh, the reason I mean we were in the I've been in the travel business since uh, 1993. And uh, I've been a, a marketer, uh, sales and marketing, since, you know, early age. I've been an entrepreneur since I was nine years old. But uh, as an, as a professional, I've done over, you know, a billion dollars in sales with between the different companies that I've managed sales and marketing for over the 25 years of my sales and marketing career. And uh, but we launched a travel business uh, called BookVIP.com, you know, marketing uh, resorts around the world. And early on in 2008, 2009, when we launched, we were getting some negative reviews outside of our control. And, and uh, you know, Google always puts negative reviews right up on top. Uh, so we own multiple travel sites today, but that's how we put this thing together. But in the early days of these reviews, you know, Google would put them right up on front, right up on top in the, in, and nothing you could do about them to, you know, really negatively affecting business. So what we started to do is offer our clients, hey, if you would give us a, a review from the resort and do a selfie video review from the beach, from the pool, from the you know one of the nicer areas of the of the property, uh, we would uh, and and brag about the hotel, brag about our travel site. We'll give you a complimentary hotel stay. And with it, we created our own incentive product. And that took off like wildfire. Before we knew it, we had, you know, today we've got over uh, 35,000 video testimonials from happy clients that have visited all the resorts we have all over the world. And of course, we leverage those video testimonials on our website everywhere. So when you're looking at our offers, you're seeing the video testimonials. And we have more than any other travel site in the world and that essentially has helped us blow up sales where we traveled over a million people uh, to date. And uh, and that helped us. Once we did that, we realized this would be a really strong business to, uh, idea to give to other entrepreneurs all over the world. And... Uh, so that's how it was born. And then what's because of that, we, you know, we do this high-volume tra- uh, hotel stays all over the world. We were able to negotiate with resorts and hotels around the world to participate with us where we help them fill what would otherwise be empty rooms. So what a lot of people ask when they see or hear about marketing booths is like, how can they do this? How does it work? How do they possibly give away these complimentary hotel stays? And so what we do is we help hotels fill what would otherwise be empty rooms. Typically, every, any hotel anywhere has got at least a – you're rarely over a 70% occupancy rate. So there's 30% of the rooms every, you know, most of the nights of the year that go empty. And the most expensive room for any hotel is the room that went empty. Once hit midnight hits, they'll never rent that room again. That revenue has gone forever. So they have the same cost, same mortgage payments, same employees, whether they rented that room or not. So we've we work with them to help them fill those rooms with a person who's basically getting a free room, other than paying the taxes and fees, which is part of the, how the certificate works. Uh, uh, so the client who receives the certificate or the member can pay for the government taxes and fees. Uncle Sam's always going to have their handout, or for that matter, any country in the world, the government's going to get their taxes for that room, regardless. So the, those are paid, but the couple, and the hotel stay is, is free. But the hotel wins because they get somebody in the property who's likely going to book extra nights, who's going to eat at the restaurant, spend money at the casino, the bars, the spa, the gym, you know, whatever, all the different services they might have, rent to jet ski on the beach, whatever. All those additional services are going to generate revenue from. And they're also going to get positive reviews. They're going to get uh, referrals. They're going to get clients coming back, paying full normal price second time around. So, they benefit from it. The client wins or wins with a complimentary stay, and the business owner wins by being able to provide these high value uh, certificates to generate new leads, new clients, et cetera. So, it's a win 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 for all. And uh, with that said, one of the biggest things that I always also recommend to business owners is using the incentives to help generate. Uh, reviews because if you don't have a ton of positive reviews coming in on a consistent basis, then you, uh, uh, you know, that, that can definitely hurt because, you know, the only, most people, the only time they make a review is when they're not happy. So when they're not happy, they're posting a negative review. Those are going to sit right up on top affecting any, anybody else considering doing business with you. So when you're selling that high ticket item or any, any price tag product, you can do a. What I recommend is do a survey right after the, you know, quickly after they've bought it or after they've used the product. Said, hey, how are we doing? How are we living up to our expecta- to your expectations on a scale of one to five? Where do we stand? Five being great, one being low. They give you a five, then you say, tell you what? Would you, if you'd post a review on this, you know, this site or this site or this site? We actually teach people to throttle where, you know, do the survey. If they're happy, you're going to send them a, a link to give you a positive review and uh, possibly throw in an incentive if they do a video review, for example, uh, versus just a text, you know, a, a written review. And, uh, and then uh, you're throttling those, those incentives. I mean, you're throttling those reviews where you need them to control and manage your reputation. Home Run, that works for dozens and dozens of my clients that are doing it. And uh, it's worked for for our own travel sites and what have you. So that's another way to use the incentives is to follow up with your clients. And if they're not happy, you need to know about it. So you can jump on it, fix it, make them happy. And then, you know, ask for a review after you solve the problem.
0: Yeah, you know, when I first started my career for the first eight and a half years, I was working for Xerox. And um, Xerox, to those, those who don't know, Xerox was the Google of its day. Right. It was like the really, really the one of the best companies that was out there and had really very, very high quality people working there. And so uh, part of how you were uh, compensated at uh, at the end of the year, uh, your performance review uh, in the positions I was in was based on the reviews that your client surveys, you know, we didn't have reviews back then, uh, but surveys. And so what one of the things that you had learned is you want to get ahead of the game before somebody uh of course this is obvious you want to get ahead of the game before someone gives you a bad survey but the other thing you learned was you want to get people who are really happy with you to give fill out your survey because if you have you know 99 good surveys and you know reviews and you have one bad review well it averages out to be so much more higher, but we all know that the people who fill out reviews that are unhappy are much higher than the people who don't fill it out. So, you know, adding on to what you're saying here, Marco, is that, you know, one of the things that we do at financing solutions is, you know, we seek, we go out and ask clients, you know, if you would rate us as a five star, you know, could you please write a review for us? But we say, if you would write us as a five-star, then we also say is if you don't rate us as a five-star, please call me and let me know how we can do better. Right? Exactly. And, and it kind of stops them from, you know, listen, I, the fact of the matter is I don't have any, uh, and I'm not exaggerating, I, ha- I in 11 years that we've been in business, I haven't had one client who's been unhappy uh, I, you know, we're, we do all the right things. We're upfront with everybody. We, we really accommodate and I'm not trying to sell my company. I don't need to do that. Uh, I'm just saying is that, you know, if I did nothing, we wouldn't get any reviews.
1: Even though you have everybody, as you everybody said, happy. Ha-
0: happy, right? So every once a quarter, I kind of go back out to clients and I say, can you please give us a review if it's going to be a five star, you know? And I do that on a product. And one of the reasons why I do that is I think, it, you know, on a more technical level, uh, you you know, certainly in the business I am, people want trust. And so they need to know that, you know, we're A plus rated by the Better Business Bureau and then five-star rated on Google Reviews and, and on BBB. But the other reason is I think one of the 200 factors that Google SEO, search engine optimization, looks at is your Google review. And so the more reviews that you have, the higher rating you will get for search engine optimization for natural searches. And so, you know, if you have a lot of reviews, I think that tells Google that you, you know, now, is it a big deal in the, out of the 200 things they look at? No, I don't think so, but it's a part of it. And it's something you can control. So that's one of the things that we do. We reach out to clients and say, "Hey, can you, you know, give us a review because we know that clients are happy out there." So
1: No, oh, absolutely. And and you do need to nudge and and, and and encourage and uh, maybe even incentivize them to put out, you know, to to to,
0: yeah. to
1: to publish that review and especially if you're going to ask them to do it in you know maybe even multiple places you know that's where the incentive can come in hey you know you you said you were happy i would really appreciate it we would really love it and appreciate it if you would post that review here on the BBB and on trustpilot.com and site jabber and if you did all three here's what i'm going to do for you you know i'm going to give you this uh uh you know hotel savings card just as a as a thank you and uh you know and again uh i only i would recommend you know like you do if you're happy you know, then I'm going to send you the links to these reviews, and if you're not happy, please let us know. Call me immediately. You know, we uh, we'll want to fix it, and you're giving them an outlet to if they do have a complaint. You want to let them have that outlet to so they can contact you or they can reach back out to you, and uh, they they have a place to to vent, and therefore they're not going to. There's no need to go online and start posting negative reviews about you. And on the other hand, if they're happy and most, you know, are, but happy people don't go about finding places to tell, you know, to let everybody else know about it without encouragement or at least without asking for And if you ask, you will receive with incentive or not. If you just ask, people will be like, sure, you guys did great. Let me, let me go post a review. But if, um, you know, if you're asking them to do a bit more, like maybe post a video, you know, product review or, or what have you. you know that's that's more work you know geez why you want me to actually selfie of opening this pack or whatever it might be but video reviews go a long way as well uh, as far as maybe putting it then you can put them on your if you do get video reviews you can put them on your website your landing pages your you know and, and your uh not everybody watches those reviews but they they those video testimonials but they say a lot just having them on the page you know and, and uh And no matter what incentive you give, if they're not happy with your product, they're not giving you a video testimonial. So those are, those are super real and they can't be, they're not questioned by the consumer looking at them because, you know, anybody can write a a, a written review, including, you know, like a lot of people think, Oh, they could be fake reviews, but video reviews are harder to fake. You know, you can, you can see if they're they're, they're not actors, that kind of thing. So.
0: Yeah. I mean, I I think one of the things that, uh, If you're getting bad reviews, I think there's two things. The first thing is one, you may not really realize how important reviews really are to the purchasing decisions. You know, I think that's number like a couple, a number of years ago, 10, 15 years ago, I didn't pay attention to reviews. You know, I mean, I didn't pay attention to reviews when I was looking at things. Uh, I didn't pay attention to reviews for my own company, my own companies at the time. You know, now it's become much more of a standard part of your purchasing. If you're doing business with somebody you've never heard of, it's the first thing you do. You're looking at the reviews. You type in uh, financing solutions reviews and you want to see what's going on. So it's really become a big part of the of the decision making process. Uh, would you agree with that?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And so therefore, for example, the, the travel site that redeems that uh, fulfills all of our travels offers for marketingboost.com is called redeemvacations.com. And if you did the search for reviews there, you'll see thousands of reviews, you know, all, you know, we, we average 4.8, 4.6, almost five-star, you know, reviews with hundreds of reviews, both video and written. And, uh, You know, it's when you're doing high volume B to C when you've got consumers that you're dealing with. You're
0: that's tough. Yeah, you're
1: going to get you know some negatives no matter what you do, but that's when again why I say you've got to be able to uh, offset negatives with piles and piles of positives coming through, and then uh, you're you're fine. And matter of fact, if you you don't have some negatives and you're doing a ton of volume to consumers, then it's Not not real either. People expect to see some of each. So,
0: yeah, I mean, I'm I'm really trying hard not to get I I because I want to be able to say to clients we have stars five star reviews. I don't want to be able to say to clients I have a four point six stars. You know, I want to keep that five. You know, so you know uh, it's important. So, uh, all right, well, listen, I have one last question for you, and that is. What do you think the people that you've worked with that have really great marketing minds, what is it about them?
1: Staying relevant, staying constantly educating yourself. Um, There is, you know, things that worked last year don't necessarily work this year. A perfect example of that is Facebook ads used to be our, you know, one of my bread and butter uh, marketing easy, just spend the money on Facebook and the money would roll in, put in $1, come out with five. But nowadays, you know, ever since uh, iOS 14, iOS 15, in other words, uh, Apple made some mega changes to the to how the the privacy policies work and what what Facebook can do with tracking and uh, of, of anybody with an Apple device. And now nearly nobody's ads on Facebook are, are, are working anywhere near like they used to. So you've got to be able to pivot, turn, and and find another solution. You know, learn how to have you know TikTok or, or Instagram or or what have you. So yeah. it's it's a constantly changing world and a constantly A B testing and constantly being willing to uh, to uh, invest in in marketing. I mean, if you're not you know, if you're not marketing today, you know, turning off the ad, the the budget for advertising or marketing is like, you know, it's guaranteeing the spigot's going to dry
0: up. Yeah. You know, we had the same scenario when we first started our company 11 years ago. Uh, we were using um, uh, Google paid for ads. And uh, and. It was for the first six months, it was unbelievable. It was like, oh, my God, this is fantastic. You know, and and, you know, we can ramp it up. We can shut it off, and we're when we're oversubscribed, um, You know, when we have too many clients, and you know, we you know, because we're we're providing f- money, so there, you know, we have a limited amount of money that we can put out there. And then six months later, our competition got <laughs> in the same area, and they they got wind of it, and the prices, you know, went astronomical. It became, you know, not effective. And the key here is. You know, one, are you measuring? Do you know what your cost of acquisition is for a client based on the channel that you're advertising in? And two, do you know what you're making off of those clients? Because you might be making, uh, you know, you might be closing a deal from a Facebook uh, uh, a prospect that came in. Um, but are you making the same amount of money from that person that you made from uh a direct mail piece that you sent out. Right. You might find, wow, I make three times the amount of money from a direct mail piece than I do from a Facebook advertiser. So, you know, you'd say, well, I'm converting a client, but is the revenue that you're making from them the same? So, you know, it's all comes down to measuring. And, uh, and so I think, you know, that's the number one biggest thing. If you want to advance as a business owner, You got to be able to know your numbers that we talked about earlier, and part of that is what's my cost of acquisition to get a client, and how much do I make off of them, and then what what is the channel that I'm getting them from, and uh, you know, it really you really start to dissect things, don't you?
1: Absolutely, yeah. So as to answer your yeah, as you mentioned earlier in that question, what do set apart the, the the pros? And it is all of what you said. They've they really got their finger on the numbers, on the tracking, on on the you know having the, uh, the the tracking pixels for every type of marketing strategy they're doing, and really doing everything in your power to to know which 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 vertical is working and by exactly how much, and which verticals are working where you might maybe they're not working, but you want to keep it going a little bit anyway just to keep a you know uh, some of that volume coming through, but you know as you said, you, if you can't tell the difference between one marketing strategy and the other, then you're you're really flying in the dark. And the same with using the incentives; you've got to be able to test and uh, and measure and 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 play with it. You know, and then again, they can be used for loyalty pro. They, you know, talking about back to my incentive products with at marketingboost.com, you can, you know, they can be used for loyalty programs. Is another way. Uh, to simply use it as a thank you, you know, for doing business with us for the last year. We're going to go throw in this company, you know, just another reason to, to get back in front of them, stay relevant and, and keep them with you for another year or whatever, however your service or product might work. So it doesn't necessarily have to always be, you know, will this work as the lure to call them in, but it can certainly work as, you know, keep them with you as for loyalty. So many different ideas that can be, can be played with.
0: Good. Well, it's all good stuff. It was a good podcast. I'd very much like to thank Marco Torres from marketingboost.com for coming on to today's podcast. If you like today's podcast, please feel free to share it with a friend and also subscribe on your favorite podcasting app. And of course, if you're looking for a line of credit for your business, please give us a call at 862-207-4118. Or visit our website at Fscreditline.com that's again FS is in financing solutions creditline.com Marco if anyone wants to get in touch with you how would they go about doing that
1: well I promised you uh, that I would have some special offers for your for your listeners so if you go to marketingboost.com forward slash podcast you can test marketing boost for 30 days for only one dollar. So the normal membership price is $37 a month for unlimited access to all of the incentives that I've been discussing on this show, but you can get a test for 30 days for only $1 by going to marketingboost.com forward slash podcast. And uh, I also told you that I would be giving away some tickets to our live event in Orlando, Florida coming up uh In January, we have a live event Thursday, January twenty seventh, from eight a.m. to five p.m. We'll be uh, having a number of seven different speakers going over everything there is to to do as far as uh, using incentives, marketing, Facebook group growth, and monetizing Facebook groups. We'll be discussing uh, automation techniques and tools, all types of stuff. Uh, You can go to. uh, I'm giving away free tickets for your audience to this event. There's a limited amount of free tickets, but you can go to marketingboosttalks.com forward slash free tickets, marketingboosttalks.com forward slash free tickets, and uh, see if you're still there in time to pick up some of the limited amount of seats that are available free to that that live event. and then again, free trial, marketingboost.com forward slash, not free, but $1, marketingboost.com forward slash podcast to get 30 days for $1. Uh, so thanks again for having me on your show, Stephen.
0: Yeah, it was great, Marco. Appreciate it. If our listeners are interested in getting any new business ideas, I tweet daily about Lessons for Business Owners at S shalasnik, which is my name. So it's S-H-A-L-A-S-N-I-K. So I think today's podcast, the thing that we want to take away from this is, you know, look at your marketing programs. Do you have incentives? Are the incentives that Marco was talking about today, uh, would that help your business more than just discounting your product? Um, uh, You know, and of course, you want to make sure that you're charging the right amount of money. So everybody have a fantastic day. And of course, everybody where the new Year's going to be coming around. Uh, I just want to wish everybody uh, a happy new year. I always look forward to new year's because if you had a crappy year, you get a chance to start Easter. fresh. If you had a good year, you look back and you say, thank you. And so to me, new year's was always a special time of the year where you, you get another chance or you celebrate. Everybody have a fantastic day. It's great talking to you.